Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's quick episode, I take a look at my experience using the new Disney Park Pass system and talk a little bit about some of the questions that we still have. A lot of other news has come out, but we'll get to that next week. Final episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we really appreciate positive reviews. If you're looking to plan a Disney vacation, feel free to contact me at josephchung at travelmation.net, and I'm happy to and I'm happy to do all the legwork for you as your travel agent at no cost to you. You can also connect with us anytime with questions at DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies, and Leslie is not here with me today because I'm doing just a quick update on using the Disney Park Pass system and, and my experience with it today, June 22nd. So I logged on at 7 a.m. to try to get into the Park Pass system. It did not really appear on the website until around eight. I was actually kind of drifting in and out of consciousness, so I'm not sure exactly when it happened. And as expected, uh, when you click on doing the Disney Park Pass system the day that the thing opens for all dates all the way through September 2021, uh, there was just a lot of loading screens, a lot of glitches, a lot of errors. You know, So it took me about six hours to make four park reservations for my family for a trip coming up in September. However, I really don't expect people to have the same kind of experience. Maybe the day that the system opens up to annual pass holders and then which is June 26th, and then again on the day that it opens up to general theme park ticket holders on June 28th. But aside from that, you know, I don't think the servers are going to be slammed that hard again, although there were some other glitches, um, which I will get to later. So assuming that you're not dealing with technical glitches, the system is pretty straightforward. You log into my Disney experience online, and it's best to log in first, which I will uh, touch on later. And then if you hover over the My Disney Experience tab, you'll see something called the Disney Park Pass system. Once you click on that, you get to another page and there's a button that says make a Disney Park Pass reservation. Once you click that, you will see something very familiar. It sounds like, you know, I heard from Len Testa that this system was built on the FastPass Plus system. And you'll see something that you're very familiar with, which is you'll get to create your party. And so you can choose yourself and your friends and family. And you create your party just like you are used to creating FastPass Plus parties. Once you hit continue after that, you see a calendar and you get to select a date and a park. Once you select a date, you select a park. They give you the park hours. They ask you to select a time to enter the park, but really the time that they give you is just the entire park hours. I think they're leaving it there in case they need to have people come in at Sagra times. But, you know, if you click on Epcot, for example, you'll just get a time of from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Right now, they are doing staggered park hours. So Animal Kingdom is from 8 to 6. Magic Kingdom is 9 to 7. Hollywood Studios is 10 to 8. And Epcot is 11 to 9. And so, you know, every day the parks are going to be those days. And like we said in another episode, you know, no extra magic hours, none of that stuff. Anyway, once you click on that, you know, you hit confirm reservation. And if the servers are holding up, that's all you got to do. And, you know, to check which days you've added your park passes, you just go to my plans on my Disney experience, and then it will let you know, you know, it's just part of your plans, like just like it would be with dining reservations, except for now, you also have park reservations to go along with that. Now, a couple things you need to know. Uh, whenever you choose a park reservation, you have to click that you agree to 
and have read a COVID-19 waiver basically releasing Disney of liability. That's why you cannot have a travel agent do this for you. You have to do this yourself um, for you and your party. Another thing that people said was going to happen was that if you have party members who have different ticket types, they wouldn't be able to create a party. So what was rumored was that, you know, if you have an annual pass and the other members of your party are just regular ticket holders, you would not be able to create one party and you'd have to go through the system twice to make the reservations. However, I did not find out to be the case. I have an annual pass. Uh, My family members have regular tickets and I was able to create a party with them, no problem, and select our dates. One useful thing that Disney has put up is an availability calendar, which you can click on that and see what days are available. Right now, you know, they're only available to Disney park guests, but they'll tell you whether, you know, it'll be green if every park is available, yellow if only certain parks are available. So for example, the first week since, uh, you know, parks are opening in staggered fashion, like those first few days, they're all yellow because only Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are available. Looking at the availability calendar, the only thing that has sold out so far is Hollywood Studios on the first three days. Other than that, everything is green. All parks have availability. And like I said in the last episode, I really don't expect most of these days to sell out. You know, I just don't think that the demand is going to be there. And despite the servers getting crushed this morning, you know, it does seem to have borne itself out that at least as of the first day, it's not like everything's sold out and you have to worry about it. So I'm pretty sure that if you're booking on Friday as an annual pass holder or even on Sunday as a regular theme park ticket holder, you know, I think a lot of the dates you want, as long as they're not holidays, are going to be there. And as of right now, you know, the holidays uh, still are not even sold out. I do have a couple of questions. Uh, you know, my first question is, since it's built on the FastPass system, are there going to be issues? You know, there were definitely issues today. People who should have been able to book ticket reservations because they had annual passes, because they had Disney Resort stays, because they had tickets, you know, were not able to book all of their dates and so it was really glitchy for a lot of the day. It seems like they have fixed most of them, but you know, we kind of know that the FastPass system isn't the most perfect and robust system. So I am questioning, you know, how much is this system going to hold up? Because there were a lot of IT issues and not all of them were just due to the servers getting slammed. My second question is how easy it is going to be, how easy is it going to be to change parks? Now, it seems to me like the way you have to change parks is you have to cancel your park reservation and then book a different park. I went to go do that. My family has four-day tickets. We're going to be there for five days. So I booked a fifth day at Epcot for myself just to test it. And so to test changing parks, I canceled that Epcot. I went to go book another one, except for it said there was no availability, even though the availability calendar said there was availability. I think there are still some glitches that need to be worked out. So, you know, there are some questions about how you're going to be able to change parks, which, you know, may have been answered by the time you hear this. You know, I'm recording this on the day that uh, this system came out. And then finally, the question to ask is whether the parks will sell out. Like I said, I'll say again, I do not think they will, but uh, who knows. All right. So that was my experience. Leslie and I would love to hear your experience. You can email us, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or you can connect with us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Let us know what happened. Quick Disney do or don't. If you are having server problems, the Disney do is to book a dining reservation for basically any day uh, before you go to use the Disney Park Pass system. Uh, or you can also, you know, I saw that it works with Memory Maker as well. Basically, as long as you do any transaction on the Disney website, that will log you in. And then uh, it just 
seems to smooth things out with the server. So, you know, that's something you can try if you're having trouble logging in. Although I really don't think people are going to have trouble logging in at this point, um, except for maybe, you know, when those new windows open up. All right, that's it from me. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Leslie and I will be back next week with a full episode. And yeah, I guess I should have said, if you're joining us on Wednesday as normal and you're like, why is this episode so short? We released an extra episode over the weekend going over a lot of the Disney news that had come out. So you can uh, go back and check that out if you missed that. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And Leslie, I will see you on the next show. Missed you. (laughs) 